Hello and welcome to the Drawing Rooms Expert. This is me, Zabe. And as you can probably hear from the background, we're listening to some U2 here, finally. Uh, with me is, of course, uh, since this is a music episode, um, and so far I've only had him for music discussions predominantly. I think I have him for a football yeah. discussion as well. Um, with me, I have Zen. Zen, how's it going? Great, you know, it feels like you know, we're going back to like the genesis of our sort of uh, Western slash rock music, uh, you know, uh, our sort of really induction, which was which was YouTube. So it's going to be an exciting episode. Unfortunately, Absol- in a way, couldn't couldn't make it based on the fact that he knows fuck all about YouTube. <laughs> and then also, uh, if if he he did make it to the episode, he would. Probably just hear about one and the beautiful day and day and, and, and where the streets have no name. Classic Vertigo. Ah, exactly. Which is why I meant Vertigo is starting here. If anyone's wondering, that was not Vertigo. That was the B side. That was the B side of Vertigo called Native Sun, which I just recently. You know, I I I've, I I heard the song like years and years ago, but I mean, I heard it and I was again blown away or uh, I was just album B-sides they were actually extremely popular with like you know the cult following especially Deep Cuts which people think is their best song or one of their best and never got released at that time but you know that's uh, as an aside okay like what's the uh, what's the agenda for today? I think in the typical, you know, drawing room expert fashion, it's going to be more of a meandering discussion here and there. We're going to be talking about. But we're going to be focusing on YouTube. That's the yeah, that's the idea. That's, that's the agenda. That's the front and center item for today. We're going to be focusing on YouTube, which I still am reasonably confident is both our favorite band. Although absolutely. Although uh, I mean, we've branched out in you know Western rock in different ways over the years. Uh-huh. And uh, we're going to be discussing, we're going to be putting each other to the test in the sense that we're going to be playing a couple of riffs or guitar parts the Edge has, you know, created over the years and we're going to be subjecting the other person to them. And by the way, they're played by ourselves. And yep. then we're going to see if the other person can recognize them. So obviously it's not going to be beautiful they are with or without you or... Going to be like extreme deep, deep cuts to make it difficult for the other person. But that's down the line. We're definitely yeah. going to get to that probably towards the end. But um, the idea is to see how much, how much of a YouTube fan is uh, um, either of us actually. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I was, uh, Zen, do you remember that that podcast I referred to you a couple of years back, a few years back actually? When I was in Pakistan. Are you talking you two to me? Yes. You're talking you two to me. So, in that fashion, mein I would start by suggesting that this is going to be an encyclopedic compendium of all things you do. Yeah. And um, we're going to go like absolutely deep into our knowledge of YouTube. Obviously, starting out with uh, where did we heard about them for the first time. And then, uske baad, uh, obviously, like... As you mentioned, okay, uh, after journey into into Western music, was divided. You went to a much more, um, I would say, almost cult or different route than I did. But eventually, at the the core of it was obviously you too as well. Yeah. So um, without without really like wasting too much time there, let's just start with that. Where did you 
तुम्हें याद है कि फर्स्ट टाइम तुमने YouTube पर कौन सा गाना सुना था और कब सुना था uh, I know that the first album I मैंने YouTube पे गाने सबकॉन्शियस में लाइक अराउंड द ब्लॉग मे बी इन मॉल्स और ऑन टीवी आई एम श्योर सुने होंगे बिफोर आई एक्चुअली रिकॉग्नाइज देम बट द फर्स्ट एल्बम आई लिसन ऑफ YouTube एंड आई थिंक इट्स द सेम फॉर यू इज हाउ टू डिसमेंटल द एटॉमिक बॉम्ब बिकॉज़ हां प्रोकुलशन में रिमेंबर प्रोकुलशन मैन आई रिमेंबर द टाइम के उसमें क्या सीन होता था कि आई नीड रिमेंबर दिस टू के वी यूज्ड टू गेट वन आवर ब्लॉग ऑफ राइट 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 और फॉर द लाइफ ऑफ मी आई कैन अंडरस्टैंड व्हाई वी वुड स्पेंड एन आवर ऑफ द टाइम प्लेइंग फुटबॉल मैनेजर इन व्हिच यू जस्ट हैड टू ट्रेन बट दैट्स Beside the point, so, and I remember during that we obviously spent a lot of time actually loading our own soundtrack uh-huh. that game so that we can listen to our song. Uh-huh. Around that time, I think somehow, and I can't remember how, but somehow that that album landed on our footsteps. I think you bought it. I think I think I think I think I think I think I अच्छा, I didn't personally buy that album. मैं खुद नहीं खरीदने गया था। मुझे याद है, मुझे याद, मुझे याद है कि exactly क्या हुआ था? कि I started listening to YouTube. If you remember, हम लोग जब गुशन में रहते थे, तो मेरा एक obsession था उस जमाने में radio. Right. तो radio पे मैंने ना elevation सुना था, और vertical सुना था मैंने, ठीक है? And if radio active 96 FM, I think. Active 96 था और वो FM 1989 sorry 89 पे भी था. 89 and 96 पे. हाँ. तो any as you know हमारे जो radio stations हैं और generally पाकिस्तानी I think जो rock musicians हैं उनकी सबकी कहीं ना कहीं influence YouTube रहा है. तो they were probably the most influential western man for sure. हाँ absolutely. और और ये this is 2003 2004 Four, five, actually, 2003, 2004. This is right when How to Dismantle an Atomic Bomb was released. So obviously, obviously, like new album release, Pakistan's national favorite band outside of Pakistan, like a lot of influence to a lot of bands. Um, so obviously, um, you know, uh, that there was an was, unusual buzz around that based on. हाँ तो there was music playing, right? So I, I think Vertigo, I heard first time, and then Elevation, I heard. And I had no idea. I had no idea that. They were not from the same album, let alone the same era or different. वो सब वो तो बाद में जाके मुझे पता लगा. लेकिन I remember तुम और अम्मी वो याद है हैदरी में तुम लोग गए थे हैदरी गए थे कुछ लेने कुछ करने ने. Excuse me. And I asked you and अम्मी to buy this album for me. क्योंकि मुझे याद है मैंने नहीं खरीदी थी. लेकिन मुझे याद है कि ये मुझे vividly याद है कि तुम और तुम और अम्मी गए थे. और मैंने कहा था कि YouTube की कोई एल्बम लेकर आया YouTube का कोई म्यूजिक लेकर आना वॉट एवर अम्मी यूज टू बाय लॉट ऑफ म्यूजिक इन दोज डेज इज वेल तो मुझे याद है कि तुम लोग ऑब्वियसली वो उस जमाने में आउट ऑफ डिसमेंटल फर्स्ट टाइम आई हुई थी तो शायद शॉपकीपर ने तुम लोगों को वो उठा के दे दी थी कि भाई ये नई वाली एल्बम है वरना अदरवाइज आई एम श्योर उसको अगर अगर तुम नॉन समझ लो रिलीज डेट्स पे जाते तो तुम लोगों को शायद एक्टिंग में भी ये जॉशो ट्री मिलती लुक लाइक अ रॉक एल्बम फ्रॉम द कवर इट हैड द क्लासिक रॉक कलर्स ऑफ ब्लैक एंड रेड ब्लैक एंड रेड ग्रे जहाजे तो ए लेवल्स में जब मैं गया तो तब तक मुझे थोड़ा मैं वेलवर्स हो चुका था YouTube के साथ लाइक दिस वाज 2005 इट वाज अ ब्लैक सैबथ फैन फ्रॉम रेड बट ही वाज आल्सो वेरी लाइक सैबथ एंड रश वियर्डली रश हां लेकिन लेकिन उसकी बात ये थी कि वो नर्ड था म्यूजिक का 
proper yeah. nerd tha to usko youtube pata tha uske bare mein like he knew more about youtube than i did and at the, the time i was like an aspiring fan main us waqt zyada inke bare mein uh, i was just starting to get into them so i remember ki us album ka ek gana hai yave remember that to usne use bola tha tanzeeb ne mujhe bola tha ki yaar album sari achhi hai lekin yave bahut hi kuch tyaap gana hai to acha moya main bhi us gaane ko skip karta tha hamesha i didn't understand the song i was like what the hell you skip it too yeah ha फिर क्या हुआ कि पता नहीं क्या हुआ एंड आई आई हैपन टू स्टम्बल अपॉन द लिरिक्स ऑफ द सॉन्ग और उस जमाने में मैं ये भी बड़ा मुझे होती थी इंट्रीग होती थी एंड आई एम ऑलवेज बीन अ लिरिक्स पर्सन मोस्टली क्योंकि मुझे लिरिक्स ज्यादा अपील करते हैं और अभी मुझे ऑफिस का कोई रेफरेंस किया नॉट म्यूचुअली एक्सक्लूसिव हां तो 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 मुझे ना लिरिक्स ज्यादा अपील करते थे तो आई थिंक मे बी दैट्स हाउ आई गॉट इन टू लाइक स्टंबल अक्रॉस द लिरिक्स टू वी यावे एंड आई रेड इट एंड फिर मैंने उसकी मीनिंग देखी तो मुझे पता लगा कि यावे का मतलब बेसिकली इज गॉड राइट इन इन हिब्रू तो वो ओल्ड टेस्टमेंट में जो गॉड का नाम था ओल्ड टेस्टमेंट के अंदर वो यावे था तो फिर वो जब मैंने वो पढ़ा एंड देन आई रेड द लिरिक्स देन आई वाज लाइक ओह फक इट्स अ प्रेयर इट्स एक्चुअली अ प्रेयर फिर yeah. मैंने अगले दिन मुझे अभी तक याद है कि मैं जहाजेब के पास गया मैंने कहा वो याद है तो कह रहा था बहुत ही कुछ बेकार गाना है वो मैं कहा देखो ये इसकी ये मुझे समझ में ये इसकी हिस्ट्री है मैंने उसकी तशरी करी देन द फॉलोइंग डे वो वापस आया उसने बोला नाउ इट्स माई फेवरेट सॉन्ग ऑफ दलबम मुझे भी तो याद है उसने बोला था कि मुझे पता नहीं था कि क्या है जब उसको पता लगा कि यहाँ फिर उस लिरिक्स पढ़ी उसने बोला ओ फाक अच्छा ये है ओ दैन इट मेक सेंस तो वो मुझे याद है मेरे फर्स्ट एक्सपोजर थी यूट्यूब पे तो आई थिंक at that time i was really like into them and in, in, in the sense came and i said this is what i want to pursue i want to listen to them because it makes sense to me of course hidden meanings nahi hote especially when you uh, when you stumble upon the actual meaning of it but like oh fuck acha this is what this guy is trying to say is tarah ke bahut sare gaane main bataunga aage usme jisme mujhe aur like which blew my mind my journey was different because i kind of listened to them on repeat until i liked them to that point Uh, I saying I put them because Manipuri album you know we had that album we had that on MP3 on our computers obviously or fir humne usko we put it as a soundtrack along with some other songs at that time and basically as i was playing that game i just kept listening to it on repeat and it was it just became some kind of you know some sort of muscle memory that this kind of sound comes after that it, one it was basically it was basically, you basically relived what a lot of people relived or were living in 2000 uh 2014 when songs of innocence was released on their iTunes on their iPhone yeah they just ah. just have to listen to it so like okay you know it's okay exactly. because i've been listening to it for so long if i like it but that's how i got into it and incidentally when i i don't want to jump i have too far ahead but i also remember around that time we had this small mp3 player ah yeah the gray wala jo tha sab chhota sa display tha ah and after i really got into how to dismantle it on my mom i think then we started i wouldn't say purchasing because we downloaded it off bootlegs yaar uske yeah, yeah, yeah bootleg. jo live bootlegs hote the wo to khair abhi aage jaake baat karenge live wale wo jo body sorry but we downloaded uh, um acting baby aur uske phir humne we we ripped it and put it on that small mp3 player uh-huh. i didn't know much about youtube at that time so the first the first time on the album was zoo station but uspe jo hai i think it wasn't able to render z Uh, like 200 station right 200 station yeah that was yeah that was that was the name of the song I like I, i just don't hear it though uh-huh. but i don't want to get too far ahead on acting baby because at 
deserves its own episode actually even but yeah i mean it was how to dismantle my comic bomb listening over and over again and then sort of that was the gateway gateway drug essentially ha uh, miracle drug uh, act and baby and then all that you can read again and it, as i was talking about this i don't know and mentioned this was the, this album cover was the most rock looking album cover right and that actually as we are having this discussion this made me think like what is the least rock looking cover on their discography i think if i had to think about it it's probably probably joshua tree joshua tree looks actually no awesome. songs of innocence songs of innocence is the least gives me it's larry just hugging his son right right and i think the most punk looking cover is war because this angry kid on yeah it. that's the most punk Thing. And the more and the most artsy looking is obviously Acto Baby. It's the best thing. It's the best sound. The best I would say. Very because it captures a moment like. यानी कि मैं उसको वो जब उसका cover देखता हूँ ना तो मुझे समझ में आ जाता है like I know what like मुझे उस उस उसके cover से और उनके जो गाने हैं वो बहुत easily relate करते हैं link करते हैं वो actually like there's no difference. Because you don't even need to know the album to know that cover because it's sort of like oh, attitude. Yeah, it's like it's like for me, it's like you know either Sgt. Pepper or Abbey Road because these are like ah. funny covers, right? Either right, right, have right. a life unto themselves without the album itself. But yeah, that's either here or there. I think also all that you can leave behind probably the most pop-looking cover because it's just Open, like, yeah. polished, like the album, which is very polished too. But yeah, that actually, was... Mera Thoda Spe Thoda different too. That and pop, I think. But probably the least produced album in my opinion. Give us a little bit. Pop was actually criminally underproduced or ah. or uh, underpolished in the sense that the vocals are completely off in the sense that the mixing is completely out. And the BJB story here, they had already booked the Pop Mart tour and they just had to get an album ready before that, which is why that album is underrated because it's not listenable, easily listenable because you can hear the vocals half the time. Although as an album, I think it's good. It stands up. It's it's fantastic album. One of my favorite albums actually. But it's just not so, produced as well. You know, it's like, not just produced as well. I think उनके तभी मुझे pop mart के जो live songs हैं वो ज़्यादा पसंद हैं क्योंकि वो जब उसको live play करते हैं तो खैर वो live पे तो आपको पता है I think U2 is a live band. It is a live band. And honestly, मेरे जितने भी favorite गाने हैं ना वो ज़्यादातर उस वजह से हैं क्योंकि वो उनकी live performances बहुत आला हैं. तो I just I just love their live music or live he mujhe zyada tar pasand hai i would prefer listening to their live stuff as opposed to studio stuff bahut kam gaane jo mujhe studio wale bahut pasand hai not that ki wo production mein koi problem lagta hai lekin bas i just prefer ki wo jo feel aati hai live ki wo mujhe badi raw ha wo badi wo fun hoti hai to anyway to that was 2004 2005 jab hamare paas wo album aayi thi and i still remember ke elevation jo gana tha na acha mujhe us zamane mein lyrics samajh bhi nahi aate the itne kyunki wo क्या कहते हैं रेडियो में तो तेज हो जाता था तो पता नहीं चलता था तो मुझे याद है एलिवेशन वी गेट इनटू एलिवेशन व्हेन अदर रीजन व्हाई दिस एल्बम वाज सो बिग एट द टाइम वाज लिटिल थिंग नोन एज़ द आईपॉड राइट ओह यस 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 आ रहा था उस जमाने में एंड इट वाज इमर्जिंग एज़ अ ग्राउंड ब्रेकिंग थिंग ऑल्दो एट दैट टाइम आई जस्ट थॉट ऑफ इट एज़ एन एमपी प्रीपेयर व्हिच इट वाज टू एन एक्सटेंड उसके promotion may they they had vertigo and then the wow. artist selection screen which to this day is still born out from that video right 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 that's the gana was i think was the most downloaded digitally the most downloaded song out of all time at that time vertigo at yeah. the time it wasn't counted towards your chart so if by today's measure if it was counted it would be number 1 on billboard but the, that was another reason why it was in the mainstream so much right 
एग्जैक्टली तो मुझे 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 भी तो याद है वो तो मुझे याद है कि एलिवेशन जब प्ले होता था लाइव उस पर क्या कहते हैं शोज के अंदर रेडियोज के अंदर ना तो मुझे वो समझ भी नहीं आता था कि क्या है क्या नहीं है तो मैं आई स्टिल रिमेंबर पता नहीं क्योंकि हम ज़्यादातर म्यूजिक उस वक्त इंटरनेट से उठा रहे थे तो कोई कोई वो नहीं था तो डाउनलोड कोई एक वेबसाइट होती थी कोई अजीब सी वेबसाइट थी जहाँ पर ना उनके जितने भी होते थे गाने अवेलेबल थे वो वो सब मिल जाते थे तो एलिवेशन भी याद है नहीं मैं उसकी बात कर रहा था ना कि जो वेबसाइट से गाने मैं करता उठाता था तो मुझे याद है मैंने बहुत सारे गाने डाउनलोड करने पड़े थे इन ऑर्डर फॉर मी टू फाइंड एलिवेशन क्योंकि मुझे था कि गाना बड़ा अच्छा है इसका नाम क्या है लेकिन मुझे पता ही लगता था और लिरिक्स मुझे समझ भी नहीं आती थी ज्यादा मैं नोट नहीं करता था लिरिक्स के ऊपर मैं म्यूजिक मुझे ज्यादा उसका पसंद था तो मुझे याद है कि अपना सारे गाने डाउनलोड करने के बाद फिर वो मुझे मिला था वो तुम्हें याद है उसका जो हमने ब्रीफली बात करी थी जो तुमने उनकी लाइव परफॉर्मेंसेस कब देखने लाइक व्हेन डिड यू गेट टू अ पॉइंट वेयर जब तुम उनको ऑनलाइन सर्च करते थे फॉर देयर वीडियोस डू यू रिमेंबर द फर्स्ट वीडियो जो तुमने देखी हो फर्स्ट वीडियो फ्रॉम यूट्यूब दैट आई वाच लाइक देयर लाइव परफॉर्मेंस यू आर सेइंग anything that you you get zara jab tum when you start liking the band you wanted to see like who are these guys and how video of them i watched was uh, vertigo right and then the second one was the tomb raider version of elevation for some reason because that uh-huh. was in at that time was angelina jolie right uh-huh. and then the live live performance was well we got the dvd for this later but slaying castle was all over the internet at that time mm-hmm. and 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 At the same time, 2005 का live it start हो गया था, right? Ah oh, yes, now I remember. Yes, 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 yes. First performance of YouTube song actually live. क्योंकि उस ज़माने में वो actually हो रही थी, and that song was the opener. And I saw that. Yeah, actually saw it live because that was their opener with Paul McCartney. Paul uh, McCartney. Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club. Sgt. Yes, yes, yes. And they went <laughs> Beautiful Day with Blackbird as a non-core sort of snippet. That ah, was the live performance I ever saw. और वो मुझे और मुझे तुमने बड़ी important चीज़ याद दिला दी. At the same time, on the other channel, Australia were getting beat by Bangladesh in an ODI. वो अपने कार्डिफ के अंदर ना? Yeah, yeah, yeah. हाँ, मुझे याद है. तो तुम तुम वो देख रहे थे तो मुझे याद है और मैं अपना मुझे उस ज़माने में क्योंकि मैं अवेयर हो चुका था इन इन चीज़ों को लेकर कि अच्छा क्या चल रहा है क्या नहीं चल रहा तो उसमें क्या हुआ था कि मुझे उसमें फिर बाद में पता लगा कि और therefore some reason पता नहीं पाकिस्तान में क्या the music पे आ रहा था live live it because it was because because it, it was live across all continents ek sath ho raha tha sab kuch simultaneously simultaneously na to mujhe yaad hai ki wo vertigo ki performance thi and that was my first time ki jab phir main i started kyunki mujhe yaad aata acha i know this band i listened to them so obviously phir wo connection aata ki i know these guys to usi ke through maine beatles ko discover kiya tha by the way uh, i don't know beatles before youtube उसी के बाद मुझे भी मुझे बीटल्स पता लगे मुझे उसके बाद लेड जेपलिन पता लगा क्योंकि इन लोगों की कुछ ना कुछ इन्फ्लुएंसेस उसमें रही हैं ऑब्वियसली बीटल्स हैज हैड एन इन्फ्लुएंस ऑन नियरली एवरी बैंड एंड देन ऑब्वियसली दैट्स राइट देयर राइट बिकॉज़ दे कवर्ड हेल्टर स्केल्टर ऑन देयर हेल्टर स्केल्टर वगैरह हां वो सब चारे वो तो खैर जौहर के अंदर मुझे हुए थे शिफ्ट तब मैंने खुल के पड़ गया था YouTube के अंदर लाइक फिर तो मुझे अच्छे खासे एल्बम्स पता रहना शुरू हो गए और फिर वो जो हम बूटलेग्स डाउनलोड करते थे डाई वर्जंस के पता नहीं कौन-कौन से हमने बूटलेग्स डाउनलोड करवाए थे जिसमें हम लोग डिफरेंट अच्छा ये बूटलेग्स होते थे जो फैन रिकॉर्डेड ऑडियोस होती थी जिसमें हम लोग पता नहीं कितने हमने वायरसेस डाउनलोड करेंगे अपने कंप्यूटर के अंदर उसमें 
उसमें there's like मनो मन material and it used to be difficult because you're downloading a bootleg which would take hours on end for internet and it did and it used to take hours usme i remember there was a performance in dortmund maybe in the 90s from a pop art tour that i downloaded this in over and over again because it was phenomenal and that but you're right around johor was a time when i actually usme ghus gaya that puri tarah se we immersed into the whole discography to the point that we know everything inside out right yeah. so let's start with that let's actually go through the discovery discography yeah. what do you think let's go from uh, obviously a chronological order new work of what we listened to first but we're going to uh, just go through their initial records aur phir hame pata lagega ki acha just before we start with that i think do you remember slain castle ka jo tour tha to slain castle mein they played out of control uh uh and they us at the time i don't know ke they introduce out of control all the time by suggesting that this is their first single to mujhe bhi to yaad hai ke at the time kyunki mujhe maine nahi unki pichli albums dekhi kyunki kuch idea nahi tha out of control i've never heard before so i actually thought that was a new song i actually thought that was a new this song kyunki wo usko aise introduce karte hain ironically kyunki that's how they started out and they introduced themselves ke were with a band from the north side of dublin and this is our first single and out of control you know to fir jab maine acha and fir uske baad mujhe jab pata laga ke was it was actually boy ke andar that was their first single like first ever single to let's start with that let's start with the boy tumhe boy on the like on the go full time suniye kabhi ek sath puri album i think maybe a couple of times but mostly i have my choice cuts from boy that i listen to and then sort of mix them up with everything because for you too i don't listen to the songs or except for maybe one or two albums i don't listen to them sequentially i sort of mix periods up uh-huh. uh, similarly with boy i mean i don't mix songs from uh, zuruba because i think they have to be listened into a sequence because uh-huh. that's how they but with boy i think you can just extract the songs you really want to listen like for example out of control ya phir uh, i will follow or i will follow uh, follow will sound completely in place even if you listen to it after i don't know where the streets have no name or uh-huh. even in the real thing it's is that kind of song right it doesn't have right. fit in part of a sequence other um, although i mean if you're listening to daddy's going to pay for your trash car it's sort of uh-huh. deserves or need some kind of context which is a rubber exactly what would i extract extract or you can't you can't make sense of it if if yeah. if you're listening to it randomly unless you know the band obviously like wo album ke sath mix karta hai to yeah. i remember uh, that album maine like you said uh, i will follow out of control ye sab gaane humne live versions sun chuke the versions hi prefer karta hu because they're better they sound better in the sense they're better produced obviously matured hai thoda mature wo sound hai uska boye ka remastered version is actually quite good ha ah, exactly but still uh-huh. main main live versions ke zyada prefer karta hu to my my experience with uh, with boy was mostly live songs jo youtube play karta tha apne usme tour pe jisme the electric ko aa jata hai jisme that get up that he produces live is unbelievable much better than uh-huh. the album one and uh, i think into the heart is another one that they sort of snippet mostly uh-huh. live uh-huh. and that's how sort of i got introduced into the heart and get up wagera and get the update they perform and get up i think in vertigo to work in chicago or something chicago mein ha abhi recently mai sun raha tha usko and get up into the heart wo ek sath hi wo by the wo dono gaane ek sath sath hi hote hain kyunki it's actually 
इट्स क्योंकि जब उनके पास छह सात ही गाने थे ओवरऑल तो ऑब्वियसली दे वर गोइंग टू प्ले देम सेपरेटली बट दे वर नेवर गोइंग टू बी अब वो उन दोनों को कंबाइन करके प्ले करते हैं सो या बॉय वाज वाज अगेन एट दिस टाइम जब हमने उनके लाइव वर्जन्स डिस्कवर कर दिए थे तो आई वाज रियली टू आई वाजंट टू बॉदर्ड अबाउट देयर स्टूडियो वर्जन्स हां ऑब्वियसली आई वाज इंटरेस्टेड इन के आर स्टूडियो वर्जन्स कैसे थे हाउ डिड दिस साउंड बट वंस आई हर्ड देम आई प्रेफर्ड द लाइव वर्जन्स क्योंकि वो ज्यादा मुझे लगता था कंप्लीट कंप्लीट और मैच्योर है एंड दे हैड या मैच्योर टू द पॉइंट as musicians that it sounded more polished i think more polished ah uh, exactly um so that was boy moving on to their second studio album which is again i think this was well beyond their years even boy for that matter uske kuch lyrics aap dekhe out of control ki lyrics dekhe that's a song that he wrote when he was 18 if you read those lyrics you will be blown away that how can an 18 year old think so maturely or bada ek bada like bada different approach thi which is yeah. back to the point why i like you to in the first place is that this is not like very poppy boy meets girl although actually boy meets girl they actually went they became more poppy towards the end uh, but the, that was just in portions they were never never supposed to be a pop group in the sense ke ab jaise main apna perspective bata raha hu ki before you too i used to listen to black back street boys um linkin park um is tarah ke jo hote the bands the western bands jo the Yeah. Sure. Although Lincoln Park is probably heavy, heavy, but they were still like, you know, I tried so hard, got that sort of stuff. Was they like melodramatic type, you know? Yes. So what? In my head, is pop music in the sense that it was targeted towards, you know, a, a mass basically. हाँ मुझे 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 उससे confirm मुझे उससे concern नहीं होता कि वो target किसको करे as long as the lyrics make sense to me और उसकी कोई deeper meaning and has it's it is uh, it 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 is something that i can you know understand and you know basically uske andar jo aisi meaning ho ki jisse main khud relate kar sakta hu to as long as i can relate to that to mujhe wo usse koi wo nahi hai so initially jab unka wo wo thi yani boy jo album thi it had a lot of those undercutting sounds jo ki samajh lo ki jo deep you to fans hain wo hi unko unko hi samajh mein aati thi at the time i i can imagine ki wo bada outrageous uh, i think uska ek, uska ek exposure hota hoga kyunki they weren't really i mean imagine if you're a band you're not going to start with your uh, you know uh, out of control right yeah. although agar aap uske naam dekho gaane ka to aapko lagega ki chahiye thoda sa rocky type ka gaana hoga and it is but it, it's uski deeper meaning bahut aata hai it's not like out of control let's party and we're going to we're young and wala type ka wala no. feeling but it's very it's very post punk record in its feel because wow. it's influenced by obviously uh the clash and ramones which is sort of hard hitting you know power chords but i think as we sort of listen in towards the second half of boy and then into october we which is october now huh? going into october now edge is sort of developing his own style he's and also bono is and Not bono is bit. discovering his own style in terms of like what he wants to write i think october may he was very clear that he doesn't want to be like a hopeless romantic type of writer no, that, that album is very spiritual actually oh, um, exactly. although although a lot of people regarded as a misstep in the sense that you know boy was almost universally recognized as a really good uh, you know energetic record and then october is like you know the difficult second record right so um it's not as acclaimed why is he acclaimed as boy or even war 
for that matter, which came out trend was, was actually, was uh, fact, I think displaced uh, the biggest album in the world at that time, Michael Jackson's, right? Thriller. Uh, it displaced it off the charts, which was war, but we'll come back, back to that later. Um, the reason why I actually like October because it's very mature in this, in from a songwriting perspective, it's not my favorite Yuri album. It's uh, not even my top five, but I really like it in the sense that it's There's not, some really good songs. There's some really good songs. Like Gloria. Obviously, Gloria is, is universally accepted as one of their best songs, but I really uh, like which they started October. singing again, 2015. Uh-huh. Um, I like uh, I Fall Down, which is another song they actually played over, uh, you know, a lot in the 80s. Um, uh-huh. Stranger in a Strange Land, they snippeted that a few times, even uh-huh. in their more recent tours. So, it still is a relevant album in the sense that they still think rejoice you know i think those are known as uh, sorry uh those are normally you know they play together the book don't get 360 tour again that's a lot of rejoice yeah there was it was there yes yes so i think it's it is i think i the, the reason why i disagree with people who don't like it album, this album is because i think it was a progression in the sense that it really Uh, I think solidified their style and I think lyrical maturity. Okay, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Because I know the answer to my end. If you were, if you are, if you were born at the time of like when this band was starting out, you heard their first album. You you liked it, and obviously it's easy to like the first album. अक्टूबर कम्स आउट Yeah. Would you would you would you have stayed a fan for war? Um, I I'll tell you yes, and the reason. Abhi se nahi dekho tha. Like us fakt apne aapko us us us. Ah, I'm not talking about you. Because my reason is not uh, as obvious as it may seem. I'm not, I'm not saying yes because I think it's a world class record. I think it's a good record, but it's not an amazing record. The reason why, and I'm putting myself in the eighties, is because at that time, us fakt at least. इन्फॉर्मेशन का ओवरलोड नहीं था आपके दिमाग पे इतना सो इट्स नॉट लाइक योर स्विचिंग कॉस्ट इज प्रटी मच जीरो दीज डेज राइट इफ यू डोंट लाइक समथिंग यू लिसन टू समथिंग एल्स इन दीज योर स्विचिंग कॉस्ट इज हाई बिकॉज यू एक्चुअली इन्वेस्ट टाइम इन बाइंग दिस रेकर्ड एक्चुअली फ्रॉम रेकर्ड स्टोर एंड पेइंग इट सो दैट्स ऑब्वियसली टाइम एंड मनी राइट सो यू एक्चुअली गिव इट इट्स फेयर ड्यूज इन देंस दैट यू एक्चुअली हैव दी अटेंशन स्पैन टू गिव द रेकर्ड इनफ टाइम एंड रिस्पेक्ट So I think from so that you think that had you uh, like if you I would have liked it yes and moved on to war as a fan for okay. sure but if that record came out right now after boy which I like I don't know because I might have switched to something else because it's so easy to switch on Spotify uh, uh, exactly mera wise thoda different answer hai mera I think I was definitely a fan I would consider myself a fan agar main boy sunta agar october aati na I would have felt huh what is going on here Mm-hmm. Um, UK, it's a, it's a, it's a complete. Maybe, maybe if I stick with the likes of like, uh, Gloria, right? If I just, maybe, maybe I listen to that first, and then I would have probably, you know, your uh, entry, entryway, मिलती मुझे उस एल्बम से अगर मैं Gloria पे आया होता, I think it would have been very 
क्रिटिकल अगर पहला सिंगल कौन सा सुनता मैं अगर मैं उसका पहला सिंगल अक्टूबर सुनता या मैं रिजॉइस सुनता या आई फॉल डाउन सुनता ना तो आई वुड हैव प्रोबेबली नॉट इवन आई वुड बी लाइक ओके लेट्स लेट्स ट्राई द पुलिस और द सेक्स पिस्टल्स और समथिंग एल्स बट इफ इफ इट वाज ग्लोरिया व्हिच अगेन अभी तक मुझे वो बहुत बहुत बेहतरीन गाना लगता है इट्स अ फैंटास्टिक सॉन्ग इट्स लैटिन एंड आल्सो उसकी जो ड्रम बीट है इट्स लाइक it's it's so larry like jo jo early larry tha na wo uski puri epitomize karti hai hearing that uh, sort of military kind of drum beat as well ah snare ke sath na full very, snare ke sath very hard hitting yeah. very hard hitting so i would have probably you know stayed with them but then i think coming to the next album which was war yeah. that would have made my life so easy and i remember abhi mai wo jo podcast ka to mai example de raha tha wo you talking you do to me तो जब मैं उनका रिव्यू सुन रहा था सैलम में ना तो दे वेंट थ्रू इट यू नो ट्रैक बाय ट्रैक राइट तो जब व्हेन दे वेंट थ्रू इट ट्रैक बाय ट्रैक इट वाज लाइक वन सॉन्ग आफ्टर द अदर वाज एन एब्सोल्यूट लाइक जायंट सॉन्ग इट्स लाइक ऑल ऑफ देम आर फुल ऑफ लाइक बैंगर्स बैंगर्स इट्स अ एल्बम फुल ऑफ बैंगर्स इमोर्टल सॉन्ग्स एट लीस्ट टू ऑफ देम आर स्टिल इमोर्टल राइट यू हैव न्यू ईयर्स डे एंड संडे बरी संडे संडे पर संडे हां people would you know sort of rattle off their tongue if they're talking about their 10 favorite youtube songs right? but then but then also like agar tum unke different aur us us album mein different karte ho to it's actually the acting baby of its time i would think okay because usme 10 ke 10 gaane jo hai 10 ke 10 gaane are like amazing uh, not just uh, songwriting wise but also musically yeah. and then also i think that that really what a lot of youtube fan hooked on to Okay, so when when you listen to like boy and then you struggle through October almost and then you get war, you're like, oh mm-hmm. fuck, these guys are real. ये तो फिर real deal है. It's almost like uh, listening to like EP's first record. तो अगर आप पहला गाना सुनते हो उनका, you're like, hmm, this is interesting. Yeah. दूसरा गाना सुनते हो, ये सुनते हो, फिर then you start listening through the album, you're like, oh fuck, these guys are good. Yeah. just imagine that but just imagine that from an album perspective ki aap album sun rahe ho ek band ki and this is the third album and uh with with songs like which they haven't even played live like like a song or drowning man uh like the refuge update on auto control in many ways because it's but i think they would have done so well to play that song there is a depth to it obviously that you wouldn't निकालते थे but that's what i love about you too is is that uh, war ke baad which you would assume ke yaar this is it this is how like isse behtar gaane nahi bana sakte wo but after this they became like regional 
superstar. Like regional, I would say European. European superstars, yes. And then they had um, Jack Hand, Red Light, right? 1984 live album, right? Red Rock uh, City. Red Rock City. Amazing live album. But it really, what it does is solidifies them, you know, as a really strong regional act. And why I'm saying regional is because what came after that made them into global, you know, a global phenomenon, right? Uh, which was obviously, which everyone knows is the Joshua Tree. But that was uske wo abhi baad mein kyunki hum abhi dekh rahe hain ki war jab aayi again like i said i cannot emphasize enough ki it was uh, full of bangers full of amazing like number one uh, uh, material in there and then you would expect a band but to write off on that that is the first album right jisme ono ki lead vocal nahi on one song right seconds seconds yes uh, that was edge who starts out there yeah, and then also i think sunday bloody sunday was also written by edge then we'll we'll just use that as a starting point to build off of it i i i think that album sort of you know is the first ever stylistic change which were and they were meant to be fire right and to be fire the first stylistic change and from then on they went into sort of folk rock into uh, towards you know Joshua Tree and then complete you know they tore down the more down the Joshua Tree and then went to the 90s was completely different but Unforgettable Fire I don't think is as good as um, War but I think it no it's not yeah it's not but it has some some really good songs in there like the most dramatic stylistic change at that uh, time you know they I won't call it reinvention but it was pretty damn close to that right because that's the first time they had Brian Eno as their producer right mm-hmm. and you can see his influence who got on they said they recorded Slane Castle yeah so you can feel that eeriness of an empty castle in that album especially uh-huh. when you listen to pride say, wire wire intro it's uh-huh. kind of eerie right pride man spuri anime it's a huge song pride obviously then unforgettable sort of homecoming sort of homecoming unforgettable fire um aur kaun sa hai pride baaki sare wire bahut acha gana like americanisms because 1987s joshua tree is completely american right but uh-huh. before major unforgettable fire it is me gana to mlk right इंटरनेशनल पॉलिटिक्स they're exploring america which they completely did devoted their time to in joshua tree joshua tree that, that takes us to the and, joshua tree part is very american very very american so joshua tree sunne ka bhi mera abhi tak nahi abhi tak jitne bhi experiences rahe minus unforgettable fire mm-hmm. which i listened to the album before i listened to any live songs uh, mm-hmm. of that like from that album maybe minus pride बट अभी तक जितने भी वो है वो हमारा मेरा ज्यादातर उनसे इंट्रोडक्शन लाइव कही रहा है अब स्पीकिंग अबाउट द जॉशू ट्री 
इनमें से बेताशा गाने थे जो कि लाइव एल्बम्स में और उनके टूर्स के अंदर प्ले होते थे तो मेरा इंट्रोडक्शन टू जोशी वॉज दैट बाद में मुझे पता लगा कि जब ये जितने भी सारे लाइव गाने जो बहुत हिट थे बाद में जब मुझे पता लगा कि दे वर एक्चुअली पार्ट ऑफ द सेम एल्बम वेद स्ट्रीट हैव नो नेम स्टिल हैव फाउंड बुलेट द ब्लू स्काई विद और विदाउट यू Running to stand still. These are like the top five. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's like a one of my greatest hits album. Basically, what it, it is, is probably because... like just imagine war, and then war. After that, you would think, yeah, chalo, ab na khatam ho chuki hai ek ek kya kya creative uh, creative apki uh, uh, bank, right? And then to just go back and bring up Joshua Tree out of absolutely nothing is yeah. insane, insane. Well, I was lucky enough to watch them live perform the whole, like the whole album end to end in 2017, uh, which was one of the amazing, amazing experiences of my life. Uh, to to listen to the whole album end to end, and uh, one of my uh, In God's Country again, a great song. Red Hill Mining Town, amazing it's, song. It was trip through your mind, weirdly enough, but that's another trip through that I listen to frequently. Yes, I do. Exit, exit. I still think. is probably a song yep uh, and maybe one of their heaviest right so mm-hmm. that was just i mean i don't think we can add more to what's already been said about it because or dosh or yeah classified or known as probably one of the top 15 right time even 10 top 10 right and uh, but what came after it uske baad aaya mere lihaz se zyada ahmiyat rakhta in the sense that it completely completely redefined reinvented what they were right because at that time if you stop time in 1987 even 1988 right they were seen as this sort of irish band with uh, you know with cult following cult following they were global maybe around uh, 87 because they had two number one hits from the time scene. magazine pe jo first time aaye the that was yeah. the that was the start but they were a heavy guitar based or a post punk band right uh-huh but after 1988 realm which is not i mean it's a real album but it's a lot of covers and live stuff on there too um a choice cut from that in my head is a silver and gold which i still listen to it's an uh, it's a great song and uh, obviously everyone knows all i want is you it's another uh, another one that people <laughs> regularly request listen to mention what not uh but then i mean do you want to talk about ramham a little bit or do you want yeah, to yeah 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 i want to talk about that i think one of the things that i really enjoyed about uh, about the album was the fact that the album was a uh, comprised of a lot of live performances yeah. which is what i watch which is what like i said the fact that we went for those um, those bootlegs wo asli nahi tha ki wo koi bootlegs mein kuch hame milta tha i was longing for the live music or was the quality sometimes was good sometimes was okay sometimes was really good yeah so to have so an album deliberately produced as live music so obviously as live music to so to have an album that is actually just recorded as a live uh, like live performances ki compilation thi wo yeah. was was amazing jisme bullet the blue sky tha uh, jisme uh, i think helter skelter bullet the blue sky yes हेल्टर स्केल्टर था तुमने भी उसका नाम लिया क्या नाम है सिल्वर एंड गोल्ड का सिल्वर एंड गोल्ड गॉड पार्ट टू ऑल ऑफ दिस व्हेन लव कम्स टू टाउन विद बीबी किंग कंप्लीटली आउट ऑफ देयर यूजुअल स्टाइल हां हां 
But I think this album was basically an homage to their, you know, basically to their American influences mostly, right? Well, yep, except yep. there's Beatles on there too, but their influences in general. And, you know, they had those Delta Blues in there, very American feel. Like we still haven't found the choir version in there. Yeah, there was a choir version out there. So Delta, you know, Blues in there. And not just American, I would think probably it's more of uh, African-American influences. Yeah. Not yeah, so like... Uh, your Detroit, Michigan influences. Like that's the, it's the kind of album they probably thought, Motown influences. They saw themselves being in the you know in the Mississippi Delta. Uh huh. Motown type. Something. Motown type. Yeah. Uh, but the importance, I think, the reason why this album is important is because without this, you wouldn't have Acting Baby because they. And you would be surprised, okay? Why would that be the case? Because um, Acting Baby is. So they had to reinvent themselves. Oh yes, exactly. So uh, uh, they they spent like maybe five years, I would say, after Unforgettable Fire, uh, exploring Americanism through the Joshua Tree and uh, you know the live album. Did you see that movie? Did you see that album? I didn't see it. For Obviously, the music album actually sold way more than the movie, uh, which was well, more well received. What was the movie like? What, was it just the live, live uh, performances? Essentially, um, there was yeah. So it was basically a documentary and in, in insight into what they were doing in America and how they were actually progressing as a band, influenced by the United States. Was it like a lot of like interviews and stuff? Yeah, there was a lot Achha. of. There. That's very strange. I am such a huge YouTube fan and I've listened to like undercuts and everything besides. Like, I haven't seen this movie which is a shame. Um, because maybe because of that, the fact that the album I listened to, I probably had an idea of what would happen. And it was not like a storyline movie. Like, no, it wasn't. Uh, you know, if, yeah, it wasn't like an actual movie movie in the sense that there's a story and there's a cast, right? Uh, it was basically, I think they, they built that movie out um um they pulled that movie out around the songs that they played live yeah it, so it's called a documentary essentially mm-hmm. exactly so uh like you mentioned okay they nearly went uh almost like they were they assumed that there was this is probably going to be the end of their popular hits and stuff because they had peaked they had assumed they had peaked at war and then they definitely broke the the charts down the records down with uh, Joshua Tree uh, they used a lot of that uh, goodwill for uh, the movie and and the live album uh, and then they were at a point where almost like even if it's a very yeah. basic U2 fan is that they were at a point of breaking up as a band and uh, they yeah, and you can say that initial burst of you know creativity and then that uh you know, that success and that cachet that's, that comes with it, that had run out, I think, at that time. Exactly, exactly. And and, and then as uh, as um, wisely put by Larry Mullen, uh, actually very amazingly put by him, when he says that acting baby was the sound of them chopping down the Joshua tree. Yeah. 
because it was the complete opposite direction of what they exactly and it's very deliberate in this that they actually put uh, zoo station or 200 station as their number one ah, 200, exactly. start from because that song is so bizarre and so different than anything they've ever done in their career it's just they're basically deliberately aapse keh rahe hain they're like shocking you like saying forget everything like about mother us. of the disappeared ko sunkar aap mother of the disappeared sunkar aap abhi nikle ho basically album se completely like this is basically severing ties with their past music saying forget about yeah. that we don't know we don't know who these those guys were yeah. which is and actually they never they never they never went back to that nice cultural hit type of folksy music uh, ever since right folksy, maybe maybe yeah. no line maybe no line was their version of no line i think in retrospect is a highly experimented and underrated in my opinion i think it is i think it's i think it's और उस पे बात करेंगे इस पेंट पे बात करेंगे कि जो उनके एल्बम्स को रेट करते हैं लोग एंड व्हाई एवरीथिंग हैज टू बी कंपेयर्ड विद द वे वे द स्ट्रीट्स हैव नो नेम एंड एवरीथिंग दैट बुलशिट उस पे बात करेंगे व्हिच इज यू नो इट्स अ फैलसी यू नो शुडंट बी यू शुडंट बी यू शुडंट बी तो एनीवे एक्टिंग वे भी आती है एंड लाइक यू राइटफुली मेंशन कि हमारे वो एमपीसी प्लेयर के अंदर था वो अच्छे खासे गाने थे उसके एंड देन अगेन अ लॉट ऑफ द सॉन्ग्स फ्रॉम दैट एल्बम इज आवर Uh, songs that I saw them perform live, like Saint yeah. Castle, May, until the end of the world, yeah. um, and then um, one, right? Um, Mysterious ways. ये सब ये सब चीजें हमने live देखी थी before I went to the album version. Just में ये सारे गाने like different arrangements के साथ मौजूद थे. तो Act Two Baby comes in, and again Act Two Baby as a um, as an album was so different from anything that they had done previously from start to finish it was just a complete like a middle finger to everybody and it was a complete step up from a songwriting perspective too oh yes oh yes record is out of this world for most of the most of the record of Odi and and i think as a one two punch like acting baby at the album and then the accompanying tour I think it's unparalleled in the history of rock music. History of because, music, yes. Because like is, people who watch uh, Taylor Swift live will never understand what what that was. It was such. It was surreal. It was surreal because it was a, such a. I think I, I, the word for it is such a contradiction, right? Because they were irony. Irony ki face thi na video. Irony abounds because. there's like masses of people coming in watching this band perform and having like a shit ton of TVs and everything this combobulating yeah uh-huh. behind them telling them to watch more TV ironically right because uh-huh. it was basically uh you know middle finger to consumerism consumerism by, by encouraging or by actually adding more consumers to them right so it's just yep yep it was uh, it was and then also middle finger to rock and roll stars and then having the fly and mcfisto That was unheard of. The, yeah, I remember, the, the I remember when I mean, first time when I just, 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 us, us, album ki live performances dekhi thi Zoo TV mein. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? This is this is a completely different band that I listened to or I was listening to. Because imagine me knowing the verticals, the yeah. verticals of this world, knowing that they nice guys working for Africa, like all of that stuff, yeah, yeah. and then and then watching watching that tour. Watching Zoo this TV. guy, you know, was. 
has these fly shapes. Fly glasses. And huh. basically saying, I mean, the, I don't, we don't need the Joshua Tree fans. He just basically said, we don't care about That's, that. We don't care about that. So exactly. And the thing is, at that point in time, they were famous for Joshua Tree. Their global superstars based off of Joshua Tree. And they used to kick off their their performances with seven straight songs from Acton Baby. Like, just, they don't oh, yes. Yeah. They like, don't give a this is what we are and this is what you need to listen to. So, I was listening to the interview of Steve Lillywhite. Steve Lillywhite was the producer who worked on uh, How to Dismantle. And then also various other uh, I was curious. I was like, yeah, it's not complete. 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 It's not तो मैं उसमें देख रहा था तो उसमें स्टीव लेवाइट का इंटरव्यू था जिसमें वो बताता है पूरा प्रोसेस क्या था फ्रॉम नेटिव सन टू वर्टिको तो ही वाज इंट्रोड्यूस्ड क्योंकि वो दे हैड रिकॉर्डेड अ फ्यू सॉन्ग्स एज यू डू टू अस यू नो दे दे स्पेंड टाइम इन द इन द स्टूडियो दे रिकॉर्ड सॉन्ग्स बट देन दे वर नॉट हैप्पी वो इतना पैसा फेंकते हैं स्टूडियोस के ऊपर कि उनकी लाइक इट्स लाइक दे ओन लाइक एक्चुअली दे ओन अ फ्यू स्टूडियोस नाउ बट वो स्टूडियो में इतना मार्क अबाउट करते हैं कि न्यू बैंड्स नो इमेजिन भी नहीं कर सकते दे डोंट दे लिटरली अब जो न्यू बैंड्स होते हैं ना दे दे हैव अ टाइम कि भाई एक घंटे के अंदर सब बजा के निकल लियो यहां से क्योंकि पैसा चार्ज करेगा बट दे स्पेंड इयर्स एंड इयर्स प्लेइंग सॉन्ग्स एंड फिडलिंग अबाउट तो उन्होंने कुछ बनाए गाने एंड दे वर लाइक नॉट हैप्पी दे वर लाइक हमें प्रोड्यूसर चेंज करना है तो उन्होंने रीच आउट किया स्टीव वाइट को स्टीव के पास गए स्टीव ने उनके सारे गाने जो भी वो लोग रिकॉर्ड कर चुके थे जिसमें से एक नेटिव सांता उसने उन्होंने उनको डिफरेंट गाने बताया कि अच्छा कि ये हमने रिकॉर्ड कर लिया ये रिकॉर्ड किया तो उसने बोला हां ये कंप्लीट लग रहा है इसको थोड़ा सा री रिकॉर्ड करते हैं ये मुझे अनकंप्लीट लग रहा है इसको दोबारा से करते हैं इसको थोड़ा सा रीमिक्स चेक करते हैं जब नेटिव सांता की बारी है तो उसने बोला कि दिस साउंड्स एक्चुअली गुड ज्यादा मैं एडिट करता शायद इसमें थोड़ा एडिट करेंगे लेकिन दिस एज इज स्ट्रक्चर लिरिक्स एवरीथिंग लुक्स फिट तो उन्होंने उसको वही वर्जन जो मैं तुम्हें बताया था कल जो मैं तुमसे कर वही वर्जन उसको उसको प्ले किया था उन्होंने लेकिन अब वो क्या हुआ उन्होंने बोला चलो उसको रीरिकॉर्ड करते हैं लाइव यानी कि स्टूडियो के अंदर लाइव परफॉर्म करो चारों साथ और हम उसको एक एल्बम वर्जन इस तरह से रिकॉर्ड करेंगे कि साथ सब सब साथ प्ले कर रहे हैं दे वर प्लेइंग मिडिल ऑफ द सॉन्ग बोनो स्टॉप्स एंड वॉक्स आउट यानी सेड यार आई डोंट लाइक दिस क्योंकि मैं 2 साल उससे मुझे अंदाजा हुआ कि बोनो इतना ख्वार आदमी है ही सेड कि आई कांट टेक दिस सॉन्ग एंड प्ले इट फॉर 2 इयर्स एंड ट्राई एंड कन्विंस पीपल टू लाइक द सॉन्ग दूसरों को तो उसने बोला कि यार आई कांट कन्विंस पीपल टू बाय दिस फॉर 2 इयर्स तो उसने बोला वी नीड टू चेंज दिस शिट लाइक कंप्लीटली एंड देन ही गोस थ्रू ऑल द वर्जंस द प्री वर्टिको वर्जंस जिसमें वो सिर्फ तो पता है ना बोनो की आदत है कि वी जस्ट लिप्स अक्रॉस द सॉन्ग्स लाइक वी जिबरिश बोल रहा होता है लाइक ही जस्ट सेज वोकलाइज इट इज एंड वोकलाइज इट हां एग्जैक्टली तो उसने वोकलाइज वर्जंस प्ले करे उस पे 
इंटरव्यू में ही सेट के ये इसका इनिशियल वर्जन जिसमें सिर्फ वो सिर्फ मार्क अपआउट करा था ये ये वो पर इवेंचुअली जाके फिर वो वर्टिको बना जिसमें फिर उसने बोला कि कि हां ये अब थोड़ा सा ऐसा गाना है कि जो हर किसी को अपील कर सकता है लाइक यू सेड पॉपी टाइप का गाना था एंड देन यू कैन प्ले दैट एंड एज यू नो दे स्टिल प्ले इट लाइव एंड आई कैन राइट इट वाज अ मैसिव हिट राइट इट वाज अ मैसिव हिट एंड देन आई अंडरस्टूड कि हां यार इट मेक्स सेंस कि ये ये उन्होंने उसको लेके क्यों नहीं गए ऑल्दो अगर इसको वन ऑफ के अब जैसे वन ऑफ वर्जन के लिए अगर वो लेकर आते और लाइक डिपेंडिंग ऑन द टाइम्स इनविजिबल और समथिंग हां अब जैसे कि अभी जो वक्त चल रहा है लाइक विद ऑल वायलेंस एंड गन वायलेंस और अफ्रीकन अमेरिकन इशू चल रहा है उसमें ये गाना बड़ा फिट होता लेकिन वो ना होता लेकिन नेवर बी लाइक अब 20 साल बाद जब सब चीजें अगर रिजॉल्व भी हो चुकी होती पिन वुड मेक सेंस कि अच्छा ये क्या था इट वाज फाइन तो सिमिलरली जो यानी कि जो एक्टिंग बेबी थी वो बेसिकली इट वाज आल्सो लाइक एन ओड टू दैट बेसिकली कि अगर आप then acting baby and other albums kind of make sense yeah. uh because uh you know ke jo jo ki to thinking hai it's always behind kya jitna time lagana and then wo usko bechta hai to jo tum baat kar rahe the na ki saath gaane of the bat are all acting baby songs to yeah. so, they were all acting baby songs because ke he, he believed in them he was like i'm going to play them every day whether you like it or not and they eventually liked it and in the duality the weird duality without acting maybe is that uh um I'm getting that out uh that is also like number one futuristic right it is because it's the kind of music you expect to be playing you know in a spaceship lands like for example mm-hmm. even better than the real thing cuz intro you know it could uh-huh. you can mistake it for some kind of spaceship arrival team right but at the same but time it, and it also makes sense ki tum abhi tum continue rakhna isi isi cheez se baat karo lekin also include suropa kyunki wo ek ek hi dono mein same answer jaenge before i finish actually let me finish this thought and then i'll add something that might add a layer to this was but at the same time it's rooted to a specific time i mean europe in the 90s you know consumerism fall of the berlin wall right uh rise of disco right which is uh heavily influencing uh zuropa especially lemon right mm-hmm. so as all those things sort of that are very time specific you know meshing into an album that is extremely futuristic and stands the test of time even to this day but as sort of an aside and addendum to this if you really want to get a feel of that album and that period i think an excellent read i think you read it too is the youtube biography or sort of kind of biography ah uh, which book Bill Flanick which is an amazing book which basically gives i think it's the most access they probably have given to anyone around mm-hmm. the, they were touring and it's an excellent i think it's almost an essential accompaniment to that if you really want to understand the time so yeah i think it's a it's it's kind of a time capsule but at the same time very futuristic as well so very futuristic बट अगेन अगर इसमें कंसिस्टेंसी आप आप साउंड चेंज कर रहे हो लाइक फ्रॉम वॉर टू अनफॉरगेटेबल फायर टू जोशो ट्री बट आई थिंक हां लेकिन 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 वन थिंग दैट स्टेज वेरी कंसिस्टेंट इज द द मैसेज एंड द लिरिक्स व्हिच यू सी कि वो वो यू कैन सो थ्रू इट ऑलमोस्ट के यार कि वो मैसेज और वो जो बैंड के डायरेक्शन है वो बड़ा क्लियर रहा है मुझे कभी मुझे ये नहीं लगा कि के इट्स डिफरेंट लाइक लाइक मूड वही रहा है उसके 
still pretty much consistent. But I think the way they delivered it more became more artsy. Exactly. And that sort of blends into pop as well because mm-hmm. that is the peak in the sense of how they actually uh, wanted to, as far as they wanted to stray from their roots. Mm-hmm. That was the most un, uh, uncharacteristically uh, U2 album uh, out of any album they've made, I think. Even, even Acton Baby. Even Acton Baby, yeah. when, when even which it's, was... It, 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 it's a wider departure from Acton Baby as well, I think. Which is which, which goes to say a lot about that album actually. Yeah, exactly. So um, after that whole phase of acting movies, Europa and pop, uh, on comes you know a much more safe approach comparatively, but still like uh, um, if you come up with like first um, five songs from all that you can leave behind from that first site, mm-hmm. they were all massive massive hit. Just a beautiful day, elevation, hai, stuck in a moment, hai, kite, hai, I think. Yeah. Uh, say, first um and then uh, the second half I think is more uh I think it's less commercial, more personal. Like you have Grace in there. New um, York. New York, when I look at the world, wild honey, right? Wild honey. Although like people don't like the B side of it uh as much walk on actually walk on was the first first again maybe it's my amesha criticism here he can sell space out curtain and they say walk on or kai he looks a pelaket they want to pay a pass you're going to talk about it you know so which was like it was front loaded almost those kebab you know in a little while in a little while actually was a very good song uh wild honey peace on earth uh, earth and grace when i look at the world new york they were all like uh um, comparatively weak, but it but QQ the first half it was less, less commercial. Haan. the first first half it was so strong tha ke that nobody cared about that anymore. Ke wo, yeah. uh, they actually became the biggest band in the world, like officially again after that album. Yeah. And yeah, and yeah, then they exactly exactly then also like following up with uh, how to dismantle. Yeah. Which was again uh, in the same realm, but I still consider it I to be I one of their best albums. This mental is more gritty, I think. It's even it's grittier than all that you can do behind. So oh, well. yes. As a edgier sound, I mean, you need to rock and roll that all because of you, which is harder hitting than anything on all that you can be behind. And even comes from your table again, very, uh, comes from G very sort of raw kind of song, right? And again, Crumbs from the Table is also one of those one of those music. There's just one of those songs. Just my manager came background. Pada to mujhe or I was blown away. Kiari. Then I liked the song even more. Because its meaning was deep. Thi. All because of you, I am. So uh-huh. I, I think it's it's how this mental is more in line or in keeping with their earlier record from a thematic and a musical perspective. It's more. I think it's more. Closer to boy than it is to all that you can leave behind in terms of style and substance, and uh-huh. I really enjoy it because it's it's almost like a refresher on the '80s, but they're t- they're taking a more um, modern approach to it. Modern approach to that, and they won like five Grammys for that. I think they won in all categories. They were nominated yeah. for that year. And then it has probably their most personal song on that album, which is uh, sometimes right. Sometimes also best. one step closer. So it's very heavily influenced by the death of his father. Um, Bonus so, father, yes. Yeah, so I think it's a, it's the last truly, truly, truly commercial album in the sense that it was widely, widely played everywhere. I think. 
Uh, and I think the sales will probably prove that as well. And then we really got into, I think, the uber pop slash hip hop era. Because I think at that time, rock we Well, that was probably the last, last rock, rock and roll influence the, like, yeah. musical, musical charts. Keeper. Put that in, uh, in Kite, right? The last verse of Kite. Uh, the last of the rock stars. Yeah. So it really came true after 2004 or five because mm-hmm. after that, what's a great rock album after that? I can maybe name three or four. Maybe. Maybe, huh? Maybe. I mean, <clears throat> after that, probably In Rainbows, Radiohead, which is a great, great record. Or um, Fire. Californication. Californication. Californication was probably early 2000, right? No, Californication was not. Australian Marketing. Australian Marketing. Sorry, sorry. That yes, was, Australian Marketing. Yeah, huh? that was quite close after all uh, dismantle but not much maybe I mean, um, you have like really extremely pop sounding uh, rock groups after that like Kings of Neon and stuff so Coldplay Coldplay which I think is more pop than rock uh, I enjoy them but they're more pop than rock um, and by the way heavily influenced by The Edge and u in general very very uh, I think it was basically sort of a an encore for rock music at that time you know the way we usually imagine like four guys in a band making mm-hmm. rock. We don't exactly. see that much, unfortunately, anymore. So I think like, also after that, streaming music influence I have basically changed the game altogether, right? Which is something that they they started. started yeah, exactly as I mentioned earlier. So it it reads the, the landscape. Really changed and it sort of moved to where I think demographics changed, maybe preferences changed as well. But really, generations sort of, changed. Generations changed. Yeah, it's geared towards a uh, hip hop, maybe pop music more. More, more hip hop than pop, I would say. More hip hop, R and B, which is the case now. Other, other of the top ten uh, billboards, which which again going back to the point about music reviewing music. Yeah. So, my biggest concern is that when people review at least YouTube music, just like, like, uh, if I review album, recent albums, I review review it, they're they're two. Yeah, they're two. And plus, like, I have a hunch and a very strong hunch that the review they're not actually YouTube fans. Yeah. And not by fans, I don't mean that they're not Obviously, then review bias over not that. But fans in the sense that they are well aware of their journey and because shoot they would punch that and Joshua Tree. So that's that's like Beckham. Beckham approach. Yeah, that's the thing. So they're not aware of nuances of their journey and the discography, right? So, so we'll, we'll see. In this age, you don't the attention span is so less that I'm hundred percent sure that reviewer probably just listen to the album once and then uh-huh. pass. Past exactly, so which which doesn't make sense. Because me, I think, and then they they um um speak about like uh, like how the song compares with. Oh, this is just bullshit. Like uh, at the time uh, when War came out, yeah. or the you know Acting Baby came out, Yevo, I'm sure they were they were not going nuts about it. Because all of these albums became hits after multiple years after they were released and okay. played or live. Like the you know, new albums are coming, not so push the album pivot oh yeah actually you know what Joshua Tree was really good because I don't remember that Joshua Tree uh, although उनके गाने ऐसे थे कि वो बहुत हिट हुए होंगे but जितना उसको claim to fame अब मिलता है वो सब नहीं मिलता होगा and I think and I think this is a theme 
throughout musical history, you have retrospective opinion forming across the board for all kinds of artists. And I think none of this is more prevalent than when you look at the Beatles, right? Right. Uh, a lot of the oh, music exactly. wasn't regarded as highly as it is now, especially yeah. my personal favorite Beatles record is Abbey Road. And when it came out around that time, it wasn't as highly regarded. It wasn't, it was, the reviews it got was mediocre. The, the reviews were mediocre. But 30, 40 years onward, it's probably regarded as their best album aside, uh, alongside Sgt. Pepper's. So I think the retroactive or retrospective aspect to music is especially strong with U2 as well. And I think my prediction is 30 years from now, uh, Don't Line on the Horizon will probably be one of their top five because that's how I think about it now. Exactly. I think people like appreciate the, the context of that album and their music, but reviewers don't. So they don't. Exactly. And then also, this journey you have your Octobers and your Unforgettable Fires, yeah. they've also done that, right? So it makes sense in the in the, in the the grand scheme of things. Yeah, yeah, they went that way. And then also, I whenever I listen to their music, I, I listen to it from the time they were recording it. Context is very important. Like, uh, Acting Baby recorded in, in Europe, Germany. Burden ball is coming down. Thoda sa ek punkish or ek media ka boom tha consumerism 90s. So, us context me or us context me us context me would make sense. Yeah. And it which is why I love that album because context me wo bethti hai. No line is context me bethti hai. They went to Morocco, I think. Yeah. Fez. Fez ha. Morocco me jaake unhone recording kari iski and then a lot of sound is inspired from that. And then also agar aap dekhe har ghana almost uska. Uh, is 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 heavily like it's not anything that they did with how to dismantle or uh, how that you uh, all that you can leave behind. Yes, yeah, so they're basically like looking around them and then plucking things that they think think it's interesting. And they're basically so you have to understand that from that perspective. You can't say you can't compare unknown color with uh, where the streets. Yeah, it's not. Get, it's not it's, it's just it's not. And I'm not even going to say which one is better because it's just. It's so subjective. You can't. There's no. It's apples, uh, apples See, and oranges. You have to contextualize it, but at the same time, even if you don't have the time to, if you just listen to it as a collection of song, still this is a test, I think. Oh yes. Oh yes. Very easily. So modern hits. If you modern hits, if you come, then I think uh, obviously, if I, I'll draw the line at uh, how to dismantle because that. Critically acclaimed bhi thi or fans could be acclaimed. Thi yeah, it was probably um, one of the best records of that year. Haan, of that year. So, hits, you songs of innocence and experience. These, yeah. these three albums. Modern hits, mein, how, do you, how, do you, how do you see them in, uh, as far as like the modern albums are concerned? Um, I think in the, in the modern era, as we've defined it, No Line is their strongest effort. And Songs of Innocence is a second, it's not a far second, it's a close second. And then Songs of uh, Innocence. But I think Songs of Innocence experience are almost indistinguishable from a thematic perspective, which is, I think, what they've intended. The intention is that people sort of an evolution, but not too, not too distant from each other. Even if you look at 13, there is a light, which is essentially borrowing a line from... Um, uh, songs of song for uh, someone. Sorry, song for song someone. For some, uh. So they're thematically linked, so they're you can't really look 
had them with the companion companion album it's a companion of an album and uh, one gripe i have is a production i i think danger mouse ryan tedder aren't the people that really should be producing youtube because they make their own through poppy uh i think in their uh <clears throat> more recent albums i think the edginess has been too polished somewhat mm-hmm. uh, which wasn't the case i think if if they try to record and record uh, fez being born today ryan terror wouldn't allow it or danger mouse wouldn't allow it yep yep so i think that aspect that completely left field wow factor here in gaana gaana right wo mere khayal se thoda missing hai but at the same time as pop songs some of the best materials in there i think so it's a i have a mixed feeling when i sometimes think about these albums i i think all of these albums in my opinion are different and then also my personal favorite would be songs of experience i am adamant and very confident in the fact ke agar main abhi puri discography se unke top 3 albums nikalun it's going to be a tough choice but i'm going to put songs of experience right up there I'll because which is still high but i which is still high but 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 for me why i i say that is because i think it go in i think songs of experience is when i think youtube kind of went back to not giving a shit about what critics think of their music i think they were giving a shit about too much what the critics the critics think about their music uh, with no line and and innocence um um and i think that's my biggest bone with with that's that. my problem uh, and some parts of no line my problem is they were trying to make a vertigo type hit at point yeah exactly like boots uh, do that which is more because they they want to sort of make an make a concept album almost right so with in which no one song is more superior or superior to the other right although in innocence they probably have a top five all time song not innocence sorry um, no line experience oh no no moment of surrender right weirdly uh-huh. enough it's metallica's favorite album from youtube and so, and their favorite song as well i remember that side so but, um i just but, think that maybe they need to sort of release some of the shackles a little bit it's too polished at times and i i need to see something spontaneous come out which is which is which is what i liked about the last 5 years because they were very active yeah. yeah compared to the last 10 years right yeah or just me wo samajh lo ke wo how this metal ke baad they went into like they nobody know where they were so achanak se they come out with no line but no line ke baad they went vanished again and then then they came up with uh but then they came up with innocence lekin i think phir wo jaise since innocence coming out then they went or went on tour phir joshua tree ka 30 year anniversary wala tour and then experience ka tour wo do saal alag so to paanch saal itne active gaye usme jisme unhone kuch naye gaane bhi try kiye kuch naya music bhi try kiya unhone uh which is what i really liked about that because i think especially the fact ki agar aap experience ke tour pe ja ke dekho they didn't play anything from the joshua tree and they were adamant about it ki hum nahi play karenge बिकॉज ए उस पर पूरा टूर कर चुके थे रिसेंटली तो डिट मेक सेंस टू प्ले इट अगेन दूसरे उन्होंने बोला कि यार हमारी अगेन सिमिलर टू एक्टिंग बेबी उन्होंने एक्सपीरियंस वॉज एन एल्बम एंड ऑल्सो दूर वेर दे प्लेड मोस्ट ऑफ दैट एल्बम लाइफ जिसमें हर गाना ऑलमोस्ट फ्रॉम स्टार्टिंग फ्रॉम लव इज ऑल वी हैव लेफ्ट लाइट्स ऑफ होम रेड फ्लैग डे 
کیا کہتے ہیں لو از ایوری کیا کہتے ہیں لو از آل وی ہیو لفٹ لینڈی Uh, they played Summer of Love. So almost every song I played here because they believed in that album too much. And I think that's what they needed to do. Especially going back to uh, the 360 tour. Just may, they, at the end, they gave up on that album almost. They did. It, they did. Because they, I, I specifically remember them not playing Breathe in the second half of the tour. It was a disappointment. They went back to, because they went back to uh, Acton Baby. They got, I think they probably just got too influenced by what the people were saying and all, rather than their own conviction, mm-hmm. which was, yeah, which was... I think they were too much after, like, the the accolades. I think, I mean, recently, uh, recently, I mean, when the experience of the tour started, Adam got a quote in which he said that in our YouTube shows, I think that's our fans. This is it. We've... Um, like we're not looking out for new new people anymore like if they don't like uh, our music great no problem we already have full houses shows and which is the kind of attitude i expect from you know one of the biggest bands in the world is that you care about insecure before this huh. I, mean, I think it makes sense because the world was changing so rapidly around them they were thinking are we going to shrinking island or not right but uh-huh. secure, they're just they're playing the music they want to play rather than what they think they should play or, or what they think people think they should play. So I think I mean they're t- they're on a hiatus right now, but I think when they come back, it's going to be a continuation. I just hope it's more more raw from a production perspective. Which is what which is what I read. I thought I made made an article just before and described the new album. Just we were working on that. There are two concepts. One is songs of ascent. Right. By the way, I remember that the rare and unreleased album was the first song that was called Ghost Talk. Oh, so, it was one of the starting songs and music from uh, 360, actually, along with Space Oddity. Song of Ascent was also actually. Yeah, exactly. So, so that was one concept that he said that the new songs that have recorded songs. songs of ascent continuation in your face rock and roll like middle finger rock and roll music which is what I'm looking forward to I think this is a time to change it up a little bit and who knows who shall just come mixer quick but anyway a couple of riffs at this point yeah yeah let's 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 start with that I was just gonna say that so why don't you start with your collection and start Okay, take it. Like I'll start uh, with the next one. Or you want to go one? You want to swap it? Or no, no, no. Go with one all. Then I'll 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 go with one all.
क्योंकि मैं बैक एंड फोर्थ करना पड़ेगा ना मुझे शेयर तो मैं शेयर वाला सेट चलो ठीक है स्काइप ये बड़ा इशू है ये तीस सॉन्ग सोनी ऑब्वियसली तुमने वो ऑन कर लिया साइन हां मैं कर गया इट्स नॉट टू टू फॉर्म इन द सेंस दैट इट्स नॉट एन एक्सट्रैक्ट फ्रॉम द एक्चुअल सॉन्ग इटसेल्फ इट्स जस्ट माय रेंडरेशन ऑफ इट ओके लेट्स सी लेट्स सी नंबर 1 नंबर 1 एंड दिस इज गोइंग टू बी बिट ऑफ अ गेमी बिकॉज़ इट्स एन इजी वन This is from No Line, right? Yes. Uh, no, it's not from No Line, actually. No. Oh, Abey, yeah, Windows in the Sky. Best ever video. This is their best ever video as well. Windows in the Sky. Yes. Yes. Good one. You're the one deep there. That's nice. It's, it's recent. It's not deep in the sense that it's not from the 80s or 70s. Ah, right? anybody was doing it. Like, chupa wata. That's good. That's good. Interesting. Like I said, I mean, it's the. I think it's my my favorite YouTube video because, again, it's like a. You know, it's a tip of the hat to their heroes, right? Right, right. Okay, let's right. look at that. number two. कम सम्बलिंग होली शिट यू लव दिस यू लव प्ले वाला हालांकि ये ये बहुत डीप था दैट्स गुड दैट्स गुड ये इसकी कैसेट थी हमारे पास जब मुझे ना मजा मजा आता है मजा आता है शिट यू लव दैट ओम आई एम सरप्राइज्ड बिकॉज़ आई थॉट दिस वन वुड सम्बल यू ओके नेक्स्ट नंबर 4 Xanax and wine? Yes, yeah, it is Xanax and wine. Xanax and wine, nice. <laughs> Shit, yeah. I'm getting some red. I mean, native sun, whatever. So I, I thought you must have heard it as well because another. That's another a good riff. Xanax and wine, he bought under the. It's a very nice <coughs> punk rock riff. Okay, if you got that, so this might be a tough one. I just hope okay. I need to catch you on one at least. पता है है लेकिन मुझे गाने का नाम याद नहीं 
stranger in a strange land? No, but close. I threw a brick through a window. I threw a brick through a window. Yes. I, I love this room. Watch your face. It's a badass room. Wow, good. Achala, so finally, you got me on one. Well, four out of five. I think I'll do worse than you, but let's see. Okay. So, let's Let see. Let me roll here. I'm going to go. Let's listen into yours. <clears throat> Let me know when you can see it. Yeah, I can do it. अब मेरे पास अच्छी खासा कलेक्शन है तो मुझे ना वो देखना है समथिंग इजी चलो ठीक है It's a solo. It's a solo from a song. Solo. अभी हमने इस पे बात भी करी है इस एल्बम के ऊपर और चलो ये बोल देता हूँ कि it's B side नहीं कहेंगे उसे लेकिन वो वो नहीं होता यार यानी कि एक A side होती है एक B side होती है ना यानी कि main एल्बम की ही B side चलो तुम हेल्प करने के लिए मैं इसका इसका main riff play कर देता हूँ ये तो इस इस पे तुम पहुँच जाओगे Okay. Shit, solo यानी कि वो वो सोलो सोलो है नहीं ठीक है अच्छा अब मैं करता हूँ तुम्हें दिस इज आल्सो अनदर डिफिकल्ट वन फॉर यू फॉर श्योर अगर तुम ग्रेस तक नहीं पहुंचोगे तो ये शायद तुम्हारे लिए मुश्किल हो सुनो 
Ayer, WhatsApp. Yeah. Come on, yeah. Come on. This I know what album this is from. This is from Europa. Right? Yep. I know this one too, Baba. You have to sing along, then maybe you can reach it. Oh, it's better. Yeah? Some days are better than others, yes. Again, it's not solo, but it's a portion of this. Yeah, but this is a perfect, perfect I. Last year, W-O-S. W-O... No, I didn't do that. You know the level. ओके हमने से बात करी है अभी हमने इस गाने पे बात करी है कि ये दोनों गाने एक साथ ही चलते हैं ये दोनों गाने एक साथ ही चलते हैं? एक साथ ही ये लोग प्ले ये उसी से बॉय से ही है एंडिंग है और इनटू द हार्ट की स्टार्टिंग। लेकिन ये गाना एक्चुअली ऐसे ही है एंकर डब एंड ही ऐसा होता है इनटू द हार्ट। ओके तो दैट्स ऑल आई हैड। ओके तो एस यू कैन सी इट वाज अ वेरी नर्डी डिस्कशन गोइंग बाय माय सिलेक्शंस ऑफ ऑफ I think mine were actually yours were also a little deep cut, especially. Who? Who was the one who picked it? 
um i think we didn't get the dis- the opportunity to talk about what their music led us to you know listen ah wo wo mujhse baat karenge kabhi influence baat nahi karenge abhi aane wali ki ki kis to usme usme thoda sa seedha baat karenge magar this one i mujhe to bas ek seriously just ek nayi album ka intezaar hai absolutely same here um so it was a amazing discussion um i think i think we covered on pretty much everything i mean there was so much to to discuss like you said as far as music is concerned like it's a discography full of hits and full of memories for me personally and uh, not just even like well known songs it's the deep cuts that have a lot of memories like this is zuropa ki baat kari ye sare gaane jo bhi hain some days are better ye sab cheeze like i remember them a levels mein maine sunne the sare gaane to it's a alag hi memory attached hai as opposed to yaad hai tumhe jo um no line on the horizon jab first time aayi thi mere paas tumne kab suni thi baith ke ye farmhouse aake farmhouse aake johor mein baith ke mere paas maine khas mere paas uska ek online version aa gaya tha tumne bari bari baith ke suni thi yep gana uska i remember that farmhouse aake maine suni thi subah wala din mein i remember this thing so so in sub is puri albums in sab albums ke sath bahut sari ek memories attached hai so i i hope you guys experience that from us because my not just it was not a musical discussion per se it was a lot of like yeah, personal experience a discussion a life experience essentially ha ke life experiences mein kahan kahan the unhone kahan kahan wo gaane sunaye the live aid ke humne baat kari thi humne you know about this uh, um album ke upar kahan kahan humne suni thi wo sab cheeze to sare influences usme you 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 can you can read in that so hope you guys enjoyed it We'll come back with more detailed discussion of some of their albums and obviously some of the influences that they've had on us. Uh, Zed, you want to let uh, um, the audience know how we're going to end this episode? Oh, yes, yes. So, Are you surprised? We prepared this. So basically, in order to you know cap off this episode and commemorate, I guess, our fandom of you two, we're going to be... What we've already done is put together a cover of one of their... one of our favorites it's not uh, an extremely well known song although it was a single but uh, from their 2004 album how is man from atomic bomb we've done a cover of origin of the species and it's going to be released in tandem with this uh, podcast so i hope people can latch on to it enjoy it so without any further ado this is original of the species by both me and zan thanks thanks
Oh uh-huh. 